Hello, and welcome to another episode of Conscious Healing with Randall Wegener. Blessings to all of you. Today's episode is about how we are all prisoners of our own minds. You know, our mind gets structured into certain thoughts, beliefs, ideas of how life really is, and it just gets stuck there. And sometimes those ideas need to shift as we age, as life changes, and we sometimes we become too rigid and, you know, believing what our parents believed, and now, you know, we're programmed that we should believe it, and then we tell our children to believe it. And we keep passing certain beliefs down, and some of that is really good, but some can also be very rigid perceptions or beliefs of how to live life and to be able to be organic be fluid to be able to flow with life and not get stuck in emotions or thoughts or desires and things like that that can really alter our harmony it's about you know always finding a place of harmony with whatever we do on our journey. And um, so like with emotions, don't get stuck in the emotions. Don't, you know, so often we'll get into, we'll get angry and we'll just stay angry with everything we're doing and just keep carrying this anger through our days and our nights and our dreams even. And some hold grief for years and You know, none of these are possessions. Emotions are not possessions. They're not something that you hold on to and you try to keep a hold of. You set them free. You experience the emotion at the appropriate time and really feel the emotions as profoundly as you can of understanding that this is passion. It's usually, you know, with grief, it has to do an underlying deal of love. You're, you love somebody so much that, you know, you, you grieve their departure. So to be able to find a, a sense of balance with that of, yes, there's appropriate times to grieve. And then after that, it's set everyone free, including yourself, because the spirit beings are already free. We're the ones that then hold up ourselves captive by our our thoughts and our necessity to hold on to the emotion um, like it serves us better to to do that um, it's really not going to help anybody progressing forward with holding on to emotions and things like that it's about the ability to again be fluid experience the emotion when it's appropriate and then set it free and move on to another experience and just be present again that's what i've taught through most of you know my podcasts of what's you know very important and that's to be able to be in the present moment to always return to the fact that we're spiritual beings having a human experience at that purest level all we can ever be is loving awareness aware of the breath aware of love the divine spirit which is just love. And so to always work from the present moment, staying in the present moment with the breath, just be aware of our breathing, long inhales, 
long exhales and just slow nothing trying to over inhale and over exhale just allow it to be very rhythmic and very free flowing as it flows through you and just watch it as if it was a movie your inhales and exhales and your mind will wander off and just call it back to the present moment and so by doing that we can stay aware with what we're actually doing in the present moment that's setting ourselves free setting our mind free and being able to live in a state of consciousness awareness and that's always the goal if we get stuck in the mind the intellect and the ego um, that's what keeps us trapped um, in many ways because again it's obsessed with you know holding on to certain thoughts um, oh I don't have enough money the, I owe for the bills you know and that just dwells on our a consciousness all the time day and night and so we can't really rest so we can't be healthy to be able to move forward but having the awareness that you don't have enough money to pay the bills is that but then you move forward in doing everything you possibly can to get the money to be able to pay the bills you don't continually carry that that burden that stress every moment of every day <laughs> because that's not productive it's not going to help you move forward in what you need to do you just simply be aware of it if you have to write it down write it down but get it out of yourself don't carry it with you all the time your life's about finding a certain harmony and rhythm with whatever life gives us you know we can't dictate what's going on in the world around us but what we can do is control how we respond and react to these experiences of things around us and so to be able to again be present enough and fluid enough with our mind without being stuck there to be able to exist in a state of consciousness then it allows us to be able to observe all these things that are going on and become part of the solution not the problem if all we do is dwell and focus on all the negativity of that's taking place right now that's part of the problem but if at the same time we can look at all of the wonderful things that are happening on this planet at the same time also it's springtime there's beautiful plants people are planting gardens new animals are being born there's just um, so many different wonderful things that take place on this planet at the same time and for those things that aren't going so well that aren't of light send light to those experiences visualize those experiences with a positive outcome whatever positive can be for the situation there's always some resolve that can change it so focus on the possible solutions to the experiences not the problems of the experience and that allows us to create an energetic movement on the planet of healing healing ourselves healing the whole planet consciousness plants animals everything and that's by setting ourselves our minds free and to exist in that state of consciousness of awareness of ability to change and adapt to what's best for the the better whole of of all of humanity and the planet you know to always make sure that all of our thoughts and actions are coming from a place of love 
not a place of anger, not a place of hate, just simply in a place of love. And that makes everything else that attracts light to us, that attracts abundance to us, that attracts simplicity and health and wealth and wisdom and everything to us when we exist in a state of love. A state of love has a certain aspect of receptivity to it. You're open to love. You can draw love to you. So you draw loving situations to you at the same time. And so you start existing in a state of non-judgment, a state of just awareness of all of, again, all of the events of life and all the situations in our own life. And you take care of things as appropriate. You don't start judging things of, and labeling things. You know, we're so quick to have to, to label something and judge it and blame somebody or something for it. Instead of just simply saying, okay, here's the situation I have to deal with. How do I take care of it? All right, let's move forward. And doing simple things like that, because the more emotional we get, the more trapped we get in the, the intellect's replaying the story over and over and over in our heads, that traps us in the state of inability to move forward. And so we get trapped in the past and the experience that took place in the past or whatever it is that's not letting us move forward. And so it's important to be able to surrender and break from that and to rewrite a new movie and move forward with that. Again, perceiving how we are going to move forward. What is the solution? What is the best way to move forward? Not continually dwelling and refocusing on what is the problem. You always look forward to the possibility. You can draw light into any and every situation that there is. You can draw the light of the divine. The divine has abundant energy that is always present for you to call upon, to draw to whatever situation you have by the state of receptivity of love. That, by being in a state of receptive love, that allows the the divine to be able to help you and answer your questions and, and be more present with you. And you can be able to hear them and understand the the divine when they talk to you. Life is so simple if you stay in a state of loving awareness. They're still going to always have obstacles in life. There's still going to be high-priced food and crazy-priced gas and politics and all kinds of world adventures. There's always going to be all of that. But that doesn't mean that you can't still be you with all of this going on around you. You can be aware of things. You can send love. You can feel sorrow. But always return back to you to the balance of being you, of the consciousness that exists at your, from your soul. Always come from that place and move forward. Have that as your base, the loving awareness of the soul that you are. And then to be able to move outward into the world from that as your base, as your, your center place that you exist, your identity exists. And then put on whatever hat you have to put on, depending on what your job is. But 
that doesn't mean you ever have to change who you are to do what you need to do. It's important that you maintain that identity of who you are as a soul, no matter where you go or what you do. Always come from that place of loving peace as you move through humanity. Through humanity. Because can you imagine if more and more people started doing that, how we would change the balance of the energy on this planet? If everybody just simply took time to turn on their own light, can you imagine how many millions and millions more lights would be appearing and how it would shift the balance of the energetics of this planet? Because everything is based on energy, everything. Even diseases and everything has some vibrational frequency to it. And so you send the vibrational frequency of love and light of the divine to situations, people, emotions, experiences, and you can change the dynamic energy of it. Again, it doesn't have to condone experiences or anything like that. But just don't judge it and just send it love and light for the possibility of it changing and becoming something better, whatever it is. There's always that possibility of something returning to the state of light vibration. So by not being caught up in our, our mind and those games and patterns and stories that it tells us over and over, and you know, a lot of people's minds have told them stories of who they are and it's not always true you know in most cases I should say it's not true of the perception of who you think you are based on what your ego and intellect has allowed you to see you're much greater than that you're spiritual beings having a human experience so take the time and the possibility of examining yourself in a much larger spectrum of possibilities don't be limited just to what the intellect and the ego is telling you. Open your heart and soul into the possibilities of your something much, much greater than that. That the possibilities of your existence is very divine and divinely led. And that by staying present and aware, you will understand how to live life's journey in a very simple way. You'll understand your purpose and your destiny of being here on this planet at this time. We've all chosen to be here at this time and have this same experience that we're having together. We all just have to understand our role in this and how we can shift the dynamics to everybody living their divine role in this experience, not the role of darkness. Because we all came here with the purpose of light some, for some people, that light journey gets altered once we're on this journey, this path. Some of it's consciously, some of it's vibration, and some of it's just we were forced to believe something, or we don't know how not to believe that, what else to believe. And all of this is okay. None of this is in a state of judgment at all. Please be aware of that. I'm not saying this in judgment. I'm just saying these are the, the variety or the spectrum of different experiences that are taking place out there on this planet and if your experience that you're having serves you well then I bless you but please make sure that your journey always is of light and does not impact others in a dark negative way 
if your path inflicts pain, suffering upon others in any fashion is not of light. Please always follow the light, the divine journey. It's what's going to heal us and the planet because then our physical body is living in harmony with our spiritual and emotional body, the three bodies that make up our existence. And those combinations together, if they're all vibrating in the vibration of love and light, bring complete harmony and health and consciousness, alertness, awareness, allowing us to live a long, healthy, wonderful, happy life. It doesn't have so much limitations on it as living a life with all the burdens and all the stress. Again, all the events are still going to happen, but it's our reaction to the events and the perceived traumas and dramas that makes the difference. And you can always react with some consciousness of light. It won't change the experience, but it'll change our experience of the experience. It allows us to observe the experience through a state of awareness as an observer instead of becoming the experience of whatever the trauma or drama was. And then we can't be a neutral observer anymore. Then we've become part of the situation that's going on and we can no longer have a clear perception of how to change it or resolve it. So by staying in the awareness observer mode, then it allows us to be able to navigate to a proper solution, a proper outcome or balance of whatever experience or situation that there is. So these are a few different ways of, of looking at changing the journey, of balancing and finding harmony in the journey. And again, there's, there's so many different ways that, you know, I can talk about how our mind controls us. You know, and part of it is geographical also, and part of that is wonderful. I, I think it's wonderful that there's so much diversity of, of consciousness around the planet. Um, it's, again, it's just so we don't get stuck in the, the ego aspects of, of who we are in the experience, because that's what alters it. But the diversity of cultural beliefs and of religious spiritual beliefs and all kinds of stuff like that, again, geographically, depending on where you live in this beautiful planet, dictates a little bit or a lot about how you see life, where you were raised, how you were raised. But then we can also make a decision of, are we those beliefs of those places and those people? Or are we a little more eclectic? Do we have kind of a combination of, of beliefs from all over? But we create a set of beliefs for ourselves based on all of the wonderful gifts that we are given, places we go, experiences we have through life. That allows us to always be forming and open-minded to the possibility of learning something new, of believing something new, experiencing something new and not getting very rigid that having a certain perception of how life has to be and then take that to wherever you travel around the world, and that's not going to work so well, you know, because we have to be very flexible. In the different countries, they live life, experience life in different ways, which again is wonderfully beautiful. There's not an exact right or exact wrong. There probably is some exact wrongs, but, you know, life 
is in a state of balance. And so we just always need to find that balance with whatever we're doing, wherever we go. Whether there's a major trauma in our family or to a loved one of some kind, or whether everything is going wonderful and we're healthy and financially okay and have a career or retired or just enjoying life, that's okay too. So many people get to this life where a stage of their life where their life becomes much more simple, but then they still are stuck with beliefs or anchors to the past that don't allow them to live in harmony with the experience that they worked so hard to create. And that's what's important is to allow yourself to be free, not to be stuck in these pathological thought patterns and structures that you adapt to in the past, as it, whether it's childhood or different times in your life. If it doesn't serve you, let it go. Set it free. It's that easy. You don't have to make it into a major work or a struggle to be able to accomplish it. Just simply set yourself free from the past. Just declare that you no longer want that part of your journey and set it free. Then every time it starts coming back into your mind, replace it with a positive thought of light of the present moment of the future. And then if you keep doing that, being consistent, the thought replacement, then you don't have those negative, those bad thoughts or whatever it was you're trying to replace. And your mind is thinking of light, thinking of positive things, thinking of forward moving things, energetic things. So finding that sense of balance of always being consciously aware of what is your experience. What is the experience you're having? If it's not working, how can I change it? Perception precedes form. It is that easy. Whatever the mind thinks is what you create. Don't like the creation? Change your thought patterns. It's that easy. It really is. And it's fun. It's fun creating simplicity and light and health in our life. It Life vibrates at a lighter, a higher vibrational frequency. So we feel lighter the closer we are to love and the divine. And so you can get almost giddy at times in life because you just feel so wonderful. And life is giving you wonderful gifts and wonderful opportunities. And, and so you enjoy those experiences and just keep replicating more and more experiences like that of, of simplicity by just staying in a state of awareness and love, not getting caught up in the mental stories and games and old beliefs that don't serve you and negativity and all of that stuff. In meditation, we refer to as the monkey mind, all the monkeys that are swinging around in our heads and throwing around a bunch of poop. So, you know, it gets kind of crazy inside of our head. And I've talked in many podcasts about the importance of being able to understand where your mind is going, understand the thought patterns you have, understand the the repetition of thoughts that you have, and alter the ones that don't serve you. Be able to find a sense of, again, balance, peace with everything that's going on. Just keep saying, okay, my mind is too busy. There's too much chatter. Come back to the present moment. In the beginning, you know, you'll f- 
forget many times and put little sticky notes up or little reminders, you know, even little buzzer on your watch that tells you to, ah, breathe, remember, come back to the present moment. And it gets easier and easier with time, but like with anything, it takes practice. You have to have dedication, determination, commitment to really experience this life of ease and peace and happiness. It's not something that you just try for a couple hours or a couple weeks and it's there. No, you have to be consistent. I've been working on this journey for, you know, probably 40 years at least, and it's still a work in progress. (laughs) But at my age now, um, I'm in my later 50s, my life is so much easier and so much more beautiful and so much more rewarding by being present and conscious than what it was five, ten years ago, Um, even two or three years ago. You know, I've grown so much over the last three to five years. It's incredible. It's quite wonderful to have found this place of most of the time to be able to stay in a place of inner peace, a state of non-judgment, and to exist in the state of love. And I see everything around the world and everything as an aspect of love. And some isn't very loving and some is very loving, but it's still an aspect of love because it's all a manifestation of the divine and free will. So, you know, it's, it's, It gets very simple. It can be very simple, I should say that. If we stay out of the way, it can be a very simple experience. Very rewarding. We can have wonderful jobs and families and travel and do all kinds of wonderful things, but exist in this same same consciousness all the time. To always be in the present moment in a state of divine love. And we can do the most amazing things. We don't have to pick or choose. It doesn't have to be this or that. You know, so many people say, oh, okay, we have to, you know, escape our normal life to go meditate and then we'll go back to our normal life. But in reality, every moment of every day is the meditation. So if you can turn your entire life into a, a beautiful meditation, uh, then it gets very simple. It gets very beautiful and incredibly more rewarding than it does when you just make it a job. When you make it part of who you are and part of your experience, whatever it is, it doesn't matter whether it's just a, a job that barely pays the bills and you don't really like or whether it's something that's your dream come true career. You can still have the same consciousness while you're there because the experience is going to be the experience it's going to be in time and space. So what you do with that experience during that time and space is up to you. And so doing your job, but doing it as you, which is love and happiness or whatever represents you, if you can still feel that on the inside and not let the job take that out of you or change you. So do whatever you have to do in the exterior world, but on the inside of you, you're still that divine spiritual being having a human experience. And that's something nobody can take away from you, no matter what the job is or how much you perceive that you dislike it. You can still stay you while you're doing it. 
for whatever time it serves you to be at that experience. So to allow all of life's experiences just become a meditation and set your mind free from believing that there's suffering is, suffering is necessary and, you know, we have to, you know, make our lives miserable in order to get through it by having these experiences. Ah, if that is your choice and if that's what serves you, then I bless you. But it's not the truth of how the experience needs to be. Does life have pain and suffering? Yes. Do we have to perceive it as pain and suffering? No. Can it be an incredibly rewarding gift? Yes. Full of wisdom? Yes. So look at your experience in a different way. Look at it not as a difficult burden, but as a beautiful gift. A series of gifts, some very profound and some not as profound. But life is about a series of gifts just depends on how you judge them. You can judge them. You don't like them and it's pain and suffering. You judge that you do like them and woohoo, they are the gift that they've always been. And sometimes as humans, we have to have really, really profound gifts given to us to get our attention, to get us to be able to make a change in our life or make a difference or to wake up and see something that's been in front of us all along. So let's not have to have those kind of jolting teachers that affect us so deeply and profoundly. Let's be more alert and aware to the possibility of learning at all times. Again, by staying in that neutral place of non-judgment, of just awareness and love, then that avoids all of that other extra baggage stuff that's not necessary in life. All the baggage that keeps us from health happiness, abundance, just like layers and layers of protective gunk that keeps us away from what we're trying to achieve. But if you exist in a state of light and love, there isn't all that extra baggage. Everything is much more efficient and streamlined and simple. And so we can be clear on what it is that we need to create in our life, and we create it. We don't over-create, we don't under-create. We know exactly how to create of what serves us best for the well-being of ourselves, our families, and the planet, and live in harmony with everything, plants, animals, people. No dominance, but harmony. No control, but balance, living together. So set your minds free. Allow yourself to just ask the great question, what if? What if my life was simple? What if my life was healthy? What if I did have abundance of everything? Financial, spirituality, whatever it is, you could have abundance of it by just getting out of your own way. So ask the question of what if? What if my life was simple? What if I did get out of the way? What if I was healthy? What would it feel like? What if I did have financial abundance? What would I do? Look at the possibilities of what if, and then get out of your own way and allow it to manifest. That's the simplest and greatest way to, <clears throat> to navigate through life. If you're creating the roadmap, you're creating the experience you have. You're not just a random ping pong ball in a big magic 
ping pong ball machine. So thank you very much for listening and have lots of fun with this evolution of consciousness, this new way to look at life and setting yourself free. By setting your mind free, you set your body and spirit free. And you can live a life in an incredibly beautiful way by being free. It, it just is a, a wonderful experience not to have to carry all that extra baggage energy tension in the body by carrying all of that all the time. Be free. Thank you very much for listening again. Um, I bless all of you. Um, thank you all for being you. Um, enjoy being you. And I will talk to you again soon. Blessings.